welcome back to Step Into Your Sunshine. This is your host, Rachel Kudran, the owner of Etsy Boutique Kudran's Curiosities and RC Copywriting. Have you ever in your life experienced a situation that you never want to remember? You actively try to avoid the situation. You become triggered if people mention the situation or something that reminds you of the experience. Now, these could be really traumatic memories, or they could be something that happened in your past that made you feel really strong emotions. I have. And the story today starts back in my childhood. I was raised by very, very direct parents. We got straight to the point, and that was our style of communicating. Now, my dad would tell me when I was younger and my sister that if he said something that upset us and if we were offended or upset about what he said, then he would tell us that we needed to grow thicker skin. Has this ever happened to you? You ever been told that? I bet many of you guys can relate. Now, my dad was never intentionally trying to bring us down. It was just in the way that he communicated. And Luckily, my mom was also a very direct communicator and say many times things didn't get kind of muddled around in the wash, if you will, when I mean that people are trying to guess what you're trying to say or what you mean by the words that you choose or your body language. It was very obvious what both of my parents were saying. And for me, I thought this is how people communicated in the world. This is, this is it. Like you just say exactly what you mean when you mean it and you say what you mean and that's how people communicate. You guys might be surprised to learn or hear that when I went out into the real world and I left the nest of my parents' house and I started college, got my first job, I experienced that people aren't like that. Lots of people are very intimidated by direct communicators. And I found myself in a situation where I didn't want to be me anymore. Because I didn't understand how to communicate with people effectively. Because I felt the same way my dad had felt, that if... I'm upsetting you, then you must grow thicker skin. And looking back on that now, a decade later, I've done a lot of professional development to learn more about myself, my communication styles, and how to improve those. But this was my early 20s. And at that time, all I knew was what I had been raised in, and that was direct communication. So I'm going to unravel the story for you guys. And let me set the premises. I worked at a boutique shop, like a, um, a retail shop. It was called Ann Taylor Loft. It was the casual version of Ann Taylor, if you guys are tuning in from the U.S. Um, and a lot of teachers and professional women shopped there because they had professional attire. It wasn't too low cut. It wasn't too short. It was nice and tailored. And 
I started right when I went to college and about four to four and a half years in, I became a manager at the location, which was wonderful. I loved it. And yet I had to communicate with my team every day. I was a leader. I was a director of the situation. And I found that my direct communication style was problematic. And I also learned about myself that I didn't know any other ways how to communicate. And this particular story really hit home for me. It One day, I had a new employee. She had worked there for a few months at the time. And she was learning how to do the register. And as the manager, I was showing her what to do. And for me, it was very, very black and white. It was like, okay. You do this, 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 and this. You hit in this code. You go here. You hit enter. And it was just very systematic how the process was done. And I was very direct about it. Like, you do this, not that. Do this, not that. And I thought, okay, great. I have taught her how to use the register. What I didn't know is my communication style was extremely upsetting for her. And I would learn a few days later that she went to the back and she cried. And when I learned that, I was devastated. I was torn apart. How could I have made somebody cry? I can't believe that what I said did that. And I I didn't want to be that type of person. I didn't want to be that type of manager. I didn't want to be that type of leader. But I didn't know how to communicate in any other styles. When I talked to my other higher ups, they suggested I talk to her directly and see what was the problem. But I knew that that was not the right way to go about this because it was my direct style that got me into the situation to begin with. And so I presented, you know, if you'd like to talk to me about it, if there was situations and how it could have been changed or how I could have been more effective, please let me know. And I put it in her court and I didn't want to be too directive with her. And she did come and speak to me and we ended up sorting it out. But that experience stayed with me because from that point forward, for the last 10 years, I'm always extremely conscientious about how I interact with people. Now, you may think, oh, this is a great thing. You're more conscientious about how your words are affecting individuals, which in that way is wonderful. Yes, we should all be conscientious of what we're saying, what our body language says, what our words are saying. Yet, for me, it became like a belt that kept me back, that kind of like, you know, if you could visualize a belt wrapping around my stomach and my arms and keeping me in place and stopping me from being expressive. And for the last 10 years, as I've been building my business over the last six years, I have recognized that I go into a small panic when I need to give people feedback. 
or when other business owners ask me for feedback. Because I remember that situation and I freeze. I become scared that I'm going to say something and the other person is going to end up in tears. I don't want that. And I had to realize that I was holding myself back because I was allowing that situation to dictate how I interacted with people and how I was perceived. Because from that moment forward, I became branded as the direct, non-caring, aggressive manager. And I took those thoughts with me into my businesses and into today. And it's only been in the last two years that I've really unraveled that story within myself and within my psyche and within my values and belief systems. And then I began to rewire it. Of how do I communicate with people? What are my, what is my intentions? What are my intentions? And I have unpacked that my limiting beliefs that I've set on myself based on my own experiences. And I wondered, do you guys have a specific memory, just like at the beginning, that when you think back to it, you try to avoid it in every single way possible? And if you asked yourself, has it affected the development or the progression of your business or of your life or of your parenting? Now, moving forward, if you're finding yourself in what I would call victim mode, and what I mean by that is why do things always happen to me? the to me method or the to me mode, then what I would recommend is having a little chat with yourself, discovering what are your values, what's important to you, what ways do you actually communicate, and developing those that you've been in ways that you've been told you communicate. Are you aggressive? Are you direct? Are you evasive? Are you indirect? Are you soft? And taking all of this in and deciding who do you want to be? How do you want to be perceived? And a part to this is knowing what triggers you. When somebody says something online or some or your spouse says something or your child or your neighbor or somebody in society or your in-laws, what triggers you to go into a certain state that you hold so tightly on to your communication style that you don't want to be or that you become known for. And what I mean by that is when we become triggered, we go back to what we know innately, our roots. And for me, it is that very, very direct communication style where I don't take into consideration people's feelings or how my words affect them. 
And I have to know as an individual and somebody who is always trying to be better, when I get triggered, I'm going to go into that state. So what do I need to do to revise that state? One of the first things I did is I started reading books. Once I knew who I was and the difference between who I was and who people thought I was, and I uncovered my triggers, I started reading books about personal development. How could I become a better version of myself? And how could you become a better version of yourself? And throughout the last several years, I've read dozens of books about personal development, and I am a completely different person than I was a decade ago. One of the more recent books that I read that I really think would help people communicate more effectively is a book with a very aggressive title called Surrounded by Idiots. Now you guys might think, oh, I can't never read a book that's titled that. And trust me, it's titled just so you have that reaction. And a short little breakdown about it is it breaks people down into four categories based on colors. So you have red, yellow, blue, and green. And it breaks down the communication and personality the communication styles and personality traits of individuals that fit certain colors. Now, it's not to say you can only be red, only be yellow, only be blue, only be green. It's where do you stand among these colors because they don't have the same communication styles. And to go even further, it talks about which colors you're going to have conflicts with because of your communication styles. For example, people that communicate very directly and are very open, they have an extremely difficult time communicating effectively with people that are more reserved and closed off and vice versa. People that are very closed off and reserved and more reluctant to tell details of their lives find themselves extremely overwhelmed and under a lot of pressure when they talk to somebody who's very direct and open. And this book really helped me uncover the small liaisons between how people communicate and their energy levels and understanding people. And I would highly recommend this book, highly recommend this book for business owners, because even if you're a solopreneur and you're on your own and you're kicking ass, you still have to communicate with people every single day. You have to communicate with your clients. You have to build relationships and network. And it is extremely important that you understand your communication style, but also understand how other people's communication styles and how you can make small adjustments to ease that communication. Because some people, it's going to flow like a faucet. And you're going to think, I found my best friend. And other times, it's going to feel like slow friction. And you can't understand why you're unable to communicate clearly with the other person.
And this book will really, really help you. The next thing I did is I started listening to podcasts, specifically podcasts that had to do with personal development and empowerment for women. Because for me individually, I believe throughout society, women have been limited. Their voices have been covered. And I wasn't raised with that limited covered voice. I was raised to have a very strong female voice, very powerful, opinionated, direct. And when I made the woman cry, I felt like I had to take all of that away. Like I couldn't be the powerful, direct, opinionated person anymore because that meant I was upsetting people. So when I started listening to podcasts that were focusing, focused on empowerment for women, it was amazing for me to hear other women who had that direct, powerful, opinionated, go-getter voice because it reminded me of who I was at my core. It reminded me to go back to my inner power. And if you're a person that feels incredibly far removed from your inner voice, and jump on a podcast just like this. Jump on a podcast just like this about empowerment, empowering women to find their voices, to step out of the shadows and to step in to their sunshine. The last piece of advice I have for you is taking control and being active in your own development. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, the to me mode, everything happens to me and nothing can go right mode is you have to take control that you play an active role in what's happening in your life. You play an active role in how people perceive you. You play an active role in the situations that you find yourself in and you have to take that ownership. You have to know that you are the only person in your life that can transform your life. You are the only person that has that power. And you must be active in your own development. If there is a piece of you that you don't like or that you want to develop or a skill set that you don't have or a characteristic that you want to transform into something different. You must take an active role in changing that. You must take the control and say, I can make a difference and I can be active in the in my development to get me from where I am to where I want to be. We have new episodes launching on Mondays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central European time, at 7 p.m. UK time, and 1 p.m. U.S. Central Standard time.
Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. And I can't wait to talk to you all soon.